So I've noticed a couple of you recordings, and sometimes you have friends. Yes, after quarantine, it was a little difficult because I wasn't sure if um, people would judge me, but I have kept my uh, exposure to the same people. And yeah. we have all stayed with each other and not gone outside of that group. Oh, really? Yeah, we've been pretty good about it. You've been able to keep it that tight-knit ever yeah. since March, since uh, mid-March? Yep. That's commendable because uh that's sounded like difficult. you're trying to poke holes in her story <laughs> yeah. no. are you trying like, to leak march is this a, you've been doing this for four months i don't know if i buy that <laughs> well i think we were for the most part like with what i do i i don't need to see people very often and with the podcast i think we might have went like three weeks or so or a month a little bit more no we definitely we? It, i think the time seems like it went by like <clears> that but it was actually probably about two months where we didn't do a recording i think we had just finished like uh releasing one of our first last season episodes or season one episodes right. and so we felt like okay this is a good time to regroup that's what we thought yeah. But our content at the time wasn't like daily base driven either. We could kind of do it whenever we wanted to. And we weren't really relying on mm -hmm. trying to keep con keep it continual. Because sometimes, especially when you're in social media, you have to be continual. Yeah. But nobody, we felt like nobody was really listening anyway. So well, we were like just we, going to do what we were going to do. <laughs> there was a big reliance too on the blog at that point of like trying to push out some content that way. Because we definitely want to stay on people's people's radar, especially where I feel like we were really driving traffic at that point through Instagram, which is funny too, because Hannah also does a lot of social media, highbrow, big on social media. I feel like it's crazy how big social media has become, not only in like the business industry, but in like the cannabis industry, especially like, I feel like Instagram has oh, been I think a massive greater on the cannabis, platform yeah. for like the cannabis industry, which sucks that they have such yeah, it's tight, awesome. tight, That's where like, I got all my followers. I yeah. started Hannah Grace and it just, on I'm Instagram? almost to a thousand, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. they transferred over onto the I think the, I YouTube. started it in like I started YouTube in November. Please don't watch my first video. <laughs> oh, well now we're gonna it's reference that okay. one. What was the date on a, that? I had a DSLR <laughs> and it was a Thanksgiving dinner and I was carrying it and I didn't even know they made vlog cameras and I got one finally, but yeah. Um but I think I started my Instagram shortly after. Yeah. Around January. Yeah. Oh, of this year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You. How about Highbrow? You guys have been. Uh, you guys have been using social media quite a while and effectively. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, we uh, started Instagram. Uh, is that part of what you do, or is somebody else duties? Uh, it's been tossed around back and forth. Yeah. Um, Starts off with whoever can do it or whoever wants to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and then totally. it goes from there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we started uh, 2017. Um, you know, we've been suspended. We've been canceled. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, it's really great that, um, you know, the platform that cannabis consumers and, and operators rely on is uh, so fucking terrible with uh, allowing oh, yeah. cannabis content. So, oh, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's enjoyable. Snapchat. You know Snapchat's know that, big. That's where is I come not? in. I can do whatever Talk the to us. fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know what the most annoying part about it is, though, is that there are accounts that I don't know if it's because of their following. I don't know if it's because they can post whatever they want, anything they want at all, like constant. I mean, we've posted stuff before that literally says not for sale, uh, educational purposes, and it's a picture of rosin. But then you have 75-year-old dabbing granny who's just ripping – heaters non-stop day in and day out <laughs> then she'll take three shots after and mine gets removed for promoting drug use i'm like are you kidding me come on who does she know like I that wonder, doesn't make 
I don't know. I wonder if it's just the legality of like a company. No, I, I literally yeah, I've think I've that. heard that there is a list like and if you are verified, oh. this is something I heard that you literally like and people like, you know, like the all the news companies like Snoop Dogg owns and like all these like weed places that have millions of followers and never get deleted or anything. It's just because like it's just who, who, they know? who you know, you know, Talk like I feel like, yeah. yeah, they're on the untouchable list, something like that. And I feel like once you get verified like that, maybe that's why Dab and Granny hasn't gotten taken down or anything. But I think she's the only verified like weed person too i'm pretty sure i didn't even know she was still verified i thought she got canceled they should introduce cbd mocktails into like the market and just oh yeah probably like cbd bars mm -hmm. for people who don't drink but love the medicinal i have seen that concept without cbd i saw something online about a bar like for people that are like alcoholics and but like the bar scene you know so they oh, can yeah. still go and socialize in a sense jay you guys play with cbd through oh, Highbrow? Yeah. You do oh. quite a bit, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah you have we, drinks as well? Um, so the drinks are uh, in development for the CBD. Um, mm -hmm. We've got the THC drinks, of course. Uh, but uh, we do tinctures. We've got a, a, a number of tinctures, CBD tinctures, kind of catered towards uh, different um, desired outcomes. So mm -hmm. we've got one for sleep, one for anxiety, um, and kind of the difference there is the herbs that it's paired it's paired with um we worked with a uh, it's actually my fiance uh, developed the line she worked with a um licensed herbalist to put it together and you know this herbs and this herb together is good for you know anxiety or um this one this herb and this herb oh uh, so really working complimentary like yeah essential oils yeah right like that. that's yeah. like up my alley nice definitely is it? Well, I use a lot of aromatherapy. I use the doTERRA line mm -hmm. um, for the essential oils in my holistic practice. That's completely separate from. Well, give a shout out. You're already on a roll. It's, so what is what is this? The Hannah Grace we know is, is in the is in the cannabis industry. Yes. What is this? What's the step out Hannah Grace? Like what is the outside of the, the cannabis company. industry? It's it's in session massage and polarity. Nice. And so you do, you said massage and you also said energy coaching. I do a lot of stuff. Yeah, I do um, massage. I also do have CBD massage and I have polarity, Reiki, um, crystal healing, reflexology, seriously a poo poo platter of everything. And every session is tailored to the person. So it's not some people just want the massage, but I have people basically do an intake therapy session with me and then I do the work on the table with them and I just throw in whatever as long as they're like do whatever you want mm -hmm. I'm like, for right. people for people who are interested in CBD products I've had enough and you can speak to this as well I know Evan can too but can you lie to me real quick before yeah. you get too deep um how who's who's wanting CBD we saw it for a little while when we were in the storefront where people were coming in, I think the clientele for us was generally not younger than 40. Is that fair to say? But I also feel I like mean, there's I a think movement there's, I think there's a little bit of a movement like with that. some younger people who are ex going through it and kind of educating a little bit more and using it in different applications. But from yeah. our retail storefront, Jake, can you speak to that? Yeah, or? I would say... Uh, that's not that's not wrong. I wouldn't say that's incorrect, but um, we definitely have a uh, a fair amount of people that um, don't use uh, THC yep. um, that are that are younger um, that uh, prefer the CBD. Um, whether in what way do you notice like what form on CBD? 
Tinctures are probably tincture. The, yeah, the yeah. thing. Yeah, I, we I, used I, to we used to advocate a lot for um, the, the tincture within the store. The if you're going to take really. CBD or have it in a in a form to ingesting or like coffee or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We thought that was the most effective manner. Would you? Yeah, is yeah. that what you found? Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> um, you know, there's also I would say there's a, definitely a segment that also you know does use THC, uh, but also uh, you know. In combination, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. that's the entourage effect, or is it, or what are they? Isn't that what it is? The I think they're calling it now the ensemble or something. Are you saying they the change, on, yeah, they changed the entourage, entourage effect, yeah. something like that. Yeah, when you com combined basically the full like, spectrum yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. So, but to speak to the point about like CBD, I feel like the the biggest spike in popularity you're gonna see is when like um, I forget where I was in, maybe in like Oregon, but a lot of places it was like five bucks extra add a, a CB, you know, hundred milligrams of CBD or fifty milligrams of CBD or something like that, and that's pretty popular. I noticed I think at uh higher grounds in Portland I went to a couple times I think they do stuff like that yeah. so I feel like more and like the mocktails idea and the massage I think you're going to notice a lot of like CBD yoga is starting to pop up and CBD massage therapies and stuff like that I think that's going to be the really popular end of it is inc including it with wellness activities mm -hmm. I'm just surprised that CBD massage is kind of coming out now when I mean I've been doing it for since I've had my card oh no way I don't even how know long ago did you get your card I don't even know if I can CBD, say this like, on here I'm not sure Say what? <laughs> I'm not sure I can say it on here. I don't know. I mean, I'm licensed at everything. Oh, I think, I mean, but yeah. if, if you want to, if you want to edit out sure, after we sure. can. I mean, the day after I... it became legal for you to do. Yeah. no. I, right. think I mean, I did it, I, I guess when I found a really good solve, I, I tried a lot of different things. And I think over the last two years, three years, I started doing CBD massage. And it's just like an extra five, ten dollars I think. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's Kate. Who are your clientele? Who are you, where are you finding? A lot of your older. friends? Older? A lot of older, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. um, my younger friends, like my friends that are my age, I should say, um, a lot of them are in the restaurant business. Mm -hmm. And so they're pinching pennies. Yeah, sure. For, for extra. Spending a little extra on CBD is, and they're going to no. be their first choice. Or even a massage sometimes. But sometimes like, I sneak it in there just for them because I love them. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, I'll hook them up. <laughs> and, um, but I was on a quest to find, like, a great potent one because I have a lot of body issues from my athletic past. Mm hmm and then the massage on Wait, top the of that. athletic pass. You didn't go to ballet. team sports. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the ballet. Oh, damn, oh, yeah. Oh, it is a sport. That must have beat up on your body. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty difficult. Yeah, my joints are pretty racked up. It doesn't only work out on the legs so much. What are their... Uh, I mean, it was mostly like hips down, yeah. but... Like mess I, up your feet. You're sore everywhere. Yeah, but like ankles. I watched some video on um, Facebook of them like adjusting their like pointer shoes. shoe, and it was like, oh my god, I was like, that's never. what it There's is. No way my feet would my feet yeah. would fit to that no. thing. I mean, the worst that happened to my feet is I have bunions, and that's it. Yeah. I got really lucky. I calloused my feet up, um, maybe because I was smart. I just kind of didn't use a lot of padding, and every girl was they were using padding and the more padding you use, the more protected your feet are. Yeah, right. If you callous them, yep. you won't get blisters. Mm -hmm. And so I just use minimal and also it's easier to feel the floor through your point shoes because they are very thick. Mm. So um, I didn't have any problems. I mean, my feet are big um, and I do have very long toes, but Damn, I mean, they're not feminine looking, but they're not disgusting. Do we have a photo of that? 
It's in a photo. <laughs> we're going to insert it on this part of the We're just going to insert movie. a random foot. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> might not be yours. That'd be so fucking weird. <laughs> Are you guys producing uh, your own CBD in-house? Uh, so You were talking we, earlier about um, providing for other businesses in the area. You want to go into that a little bit? Yeah, with, sure. with CBD as well as THC? Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, right now, we're not um, we are not producing our own CBD. Uh, we actually had a uh, we took a shot at a at a hemp uh, operation yep. uh, a couple of years ago. Yep. And uh, you know, to be on it, you know, we we kind of would you say about three summers? Is it mostly something you yeah. want to explore outdoor? Yeah, it was two. Th- it was either two or three summers ago. Yeah. And. Um, you know, really what it came down to is we just didn't have the time and we, you know, we invested a fair amount of money and had some equipment and, you know, uh, lined up some, some different things, some, uh, farm equipment. And, uh, it yeah. just really just came down to like, which is not, who cheap. Is farm equipment is not yeah, cheap. I mean, it, it just, it really just came down to, uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to pull this off and, you know, instead of get, getting all the way in and, uh, you know, let's were just, you looking at acres? Were you hoping to do some of that size? Yeah, yeah, we were. Um, I mean, probably, uh, you know, it was obviously, you know, we were in over our heads at the time. Yeah. You know, at the time. that was probably when you were developing your stores. Yeah, and yeah you were, right? yeah, like, you That was the heart of when everything yeah. was really starting to get yeah, pushing we, forward with the cannabis industry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, uh, I think we, we opened our, f- yeah, so it was, it was summer of 17, I believe, because we opened our first store. Uh, in Waldeboro in uh, April of 2017, uh, we, we actually missed 420 because we didn't we couldn't finish the build out. It was like oh, uh, it was like a uh, you wanted that bad, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> never been pushing yeah. for that. We did. Did it you was, do a post 420? Yeah, we, yeah, we did. Something. Yeah, we definitely did. We did a you know we did a grand opening. We had a great turnout. Um, but when we were building out the store, it was kind of like. Uh, you know, those HGTV or the home improvement shows with the deadline clock and yeah. everybody running around. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You were living it. Yeah, it was I, I actually, you know. Uh, were you in production on the other two stores as well, just not that far along? No. 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 So um, uh, we opened um, April 2017 in Waldeboro and yep. then uh, September 2017 in Topsom in the Topsom Fair Mall. And that was... Uh, we actually had been trying for uh, a space in the Topsom Fair Mall uh, for a good six or seven months before he agreed, um, the landlord there, who's great. Um, and, you know, it was really, he only agreed until, uh, he only ag- uh, agreed after he saw our first store. Um, what you were going to be bringing to the table as far as look. Yeah, I can so see why some would be a little nervous too before It that. felt that way too. It felt that way even a year later here in Lewiston when a lot more stores popped up. Yeah. Because the first representation was more of a head shop. Right, um, yeah. You know, kind of a, yeah. a little bit more of that seedy vibe. Yeah, neon. And that was big and what we yeah, wanted to yeah, the, mm-hmm. and We were trying yeah, to work well. away from that stigma of yeah. what it was being represented as. Right. I think now it would be fun. I've talked about this. If I had a store, I'd want to have one part of the store be a separate where you could rent some space in there. It's called the dealer's den. And you kind of play a mock uh, situation between the dealer on the couch and his girlfriend. And, and they're uh, selling you the, this new, new stuff. And yeah. uh, so mm-hmm. I thought people might pay for that experience a little bit more. That, that's funny. I like uh, that. Play it up for a 10, 15 minute stick. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Just to have fun with it. Right. 
Um, it wouldn't be for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, maybe it's no for nobody. I'm just thinking it's a good idea. I'm waiting Uber Eats to go for weed. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> spend 15 minutes on the couch. I'm trying to spend 15 seconds on my phone. <laughs> do you guys Order utilize delivery there. quite a bit? We, we don't or do. We actually don't do any delivery. No. Um, so before we open the store, uh, myself, uh, so, so there's three of us. There's myself, there's Chaz, yep. and there's Noah. Yep. And before we open the store, I mean, that's all, that's, that's, that's all there was, was delivery, you know, mm -hmm. Meech and Duncan's and Oh yeah, minutes. sure. Yeah, 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 that's how you, you were know, doing like it. Super, Which, uh, never met Chaz, stuff. but shout out to that dude. He, he was born for the cannabis industry with a name like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, um, deliver, you know, we were, all of us were just kind of, you know, uh, out on the road all the time. Growing by day and selling by night, yeah. uh, however it had to work. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was on call, you know, how many grows did you have at the time? Was it one? Yeah. Well, we each had one. You each had one. So yeah, you had we were, to tend that with your people and yeah, well, we, we still run a business. So um, when we first started, uh, none of us had employees. Uh, we, we were, you know, we were growing it, selling it. Uh, you know, we were basically um, at the behest of, of uh, someone calls up and they need a delivery and it's, uh, you know, an hour away. I'll, I'll, You'll do it. I'll be there. Yeah. I need to, you know, it was, uh, you know, we. You have to, is, you have to honor every opportunity. In chronological terms do. too, that wasn't that long ago. Like yeah. if you think about like yeah. you, some people are like, oh, well, like, you know, 10 years ago, like maybe California. Yeah. But like, what was that five years ago you were doing that? Three and a half. Oh God. Yeah. See there. Yeah, like before that's, the and, stores. And now right it's how rapid yeah. that growth happened of just from driving an hour to make deliveries. to now you have three stores and people are driving an hour to come to you. It's pretty cool to see that you know, that change. And that's happened for a lot of people too. Hannah, are you familiar with um, uh, Highbrow and, and the stores? Not the stores, no. but recently came across. I mean, I had a lot of people follow me once I started getting into the industry. So mm -hmm. it was very chaotic for me to like get names and people. And There's sure. a lot to the, like I mean, Instagram is Portland flooded too, with so many so, brands. Yeah. But I was really turned on but, to Highbrow with like their glass and, and like their store. I remember seeing pictures of it and I was like, wow. I mean, the cans definitely caught my eye, mm. and that's how I like got onto the the um, Instagram, and I was like, "Ooh, you've nice. made some anything products. medical or like that you can drink or mm -hmm. any." I mean, drinks will got definitely, your interest. Drinks will mess me up, but <laughs> no, I feel like they they really wrong. kick in fast too. Like they're super fast acting, especially your, the highbrow ones. I've always said that. Like I remember the first time I tried it in the mason jar we were talking about this before and i was like it i drink like half and i was like oh my god i was like this shit is rocking me and i was doing like 100 <laughs> most of the time before that well, the, the, so. the, the, the crazy thing about uh some of the new regulations is um we have to put on the packaging that this may take up to four hours to kick in oh no way when when it's it's, it's gonna mean, be 15 minutes 15 20 minutes and uh so yeah so yeah that's that's deceiving so is they're thinking you can put it or word it yeah I probably got to check on that. Can you do the front end of it? Yeah, it could my, be yeah. a short ad. This may take 15 minutes or four, four hours. Yeah. They're, if they're half an hour in Don't and they're singing, yeah. and they're thinking, I'm not even experiencing it. This is going on for another four at least. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're that 15 minutes into it and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had that feeling, have we not? I've had that feeling oh. where I've had an edible and it hasn't kicked in for like four hours or something. And then I eat something and mm -hmm. poo. And then other times I'll have it first thing in the morning and it kicks my ass right away and i'm mm -hmm. like this was not what it did to me the other day yeah it is weird how that happens i feel like oftentimes i just have to make sure 
I don't want to get too into it, but like make sure I'm not like I don't have an acidic stomach and then like I've eaten something that like has some yeah. sort of like fatty content to it. I think Just it so it like, has it, to do with like you have to like, yeah, you have to be able to metabolize so it. So first too. thing in the morning. Well, Best no, time. not really. Like, yeah. It depends on the night. It depends on the night before. Right. Sometimes right. you eat Papa John's at 1.30 in the morning. You ain't waking up popping an edible first thing. I'll tell you that. Your stomach is not feeling hot. You need <laughs> a couple <laughs> Pepsi first. Oh, you guys went boy. big on, on, uh, on drinks and, uh, and edibles as well. On oh, a marketing well. from, uh, on an out of, uh, out of your market, out of your store. Yep. In way. Right. Because so, you could carry it on uh, cost effectively. Yeah. So, part? so. Things have really evolved since we opened our first store. So when we opened our first location in Walderboro, um, I think, you know, and I'm not positive, but we were somewhere in the fifth to seventh store open in the state, not counting the... Yeah, you were early. Yeah. I not, feel not, like you were early. Yeah, not counting the eight dispensaries. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. So... When were they... What, um, yeah, they're not stores. Yeah. Um, they're, 2012? Yeah, 2012. Is that... Yeah, okay, right. So, so yeah, so when we first, you know, when we first opened, we had to... Um, it was a, there's actually a, we couldn't really carry legally other people's product. Yeah, right. That wasn't up until last year. Was it January or the December? Or December. Of it was December of eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I kept thinking it was January for some reason. I knew it was like the eighteenth or some, but that did change everything. Yeah. I'm not gonna say that I didn't notice that people weren't already kind of helping one another oh, for out sure. a little bit. Yeah. But not with a name, not with a brand, nothing right. like that. Yeah. Um. What's your best-selling edible? Or people are just like raving about it, can't get enough of it. Yeah, I, would, I mean, it's it's the drinks for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to, um, we're actually in the process of upgrading our facility, uh, moving it um, into a bigger facility because it's... Uh, You're manufacturing that much. Yeah, it's really difficult to keep up with it the It exceeded demand. what you thought it was potentially it, going to be offering? It blew up in the last six months. Yeah. Like, just... Uh, Kind of off the charts. Can anyone envision like a highbrow cannabis bar where you just oh, get different, yes. a whole like 20 different lemonades like on tap? Bar. Oh, yeah, that'd be on awesome. Tap. So, Are you doing that? Yeah. Is that planned? I, I didn't say that, but I did not say that. No, either. right. Uh, so it's in, the works. Notes. <laughs> it's in the works. That's, that sounds fun. Mm -hmm. I would that be would. the first customer there. What are they experiencing when they walk into Highbrow? Sure, yeah. Um, so it, was it even starts on the outside of the store. Yeah, so it was important for us to, um, you know, kind of create a uh, an environment that, you know, we felt would help break the stigma. Um, you know, someplace where you could. What stigmas were you noticing most? You know, just or hearing about just people nerd. You know. People nervous about you know whether whether they use cannabis or not you know um, you know some people are just some I'm not going to name any locations and uh, but you know there's no, sure. there was the some, Rasta flags outside and stuff yeah, like that when know, like I I even I'm into cannabis I got my medical card at a place that had Rasta flags and the neon signs I was like oh man I can't believe I'm pulling my car in here but like I don't care at the same time but sure. I even said that you know it's so like I get it that's where I think the the stereotype of those places come in basically our 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 goal was to create an environment where you would feel comfortable um bringing your grandmother you know mm -hmm. and you know a place where 
You know, it didn't feel it's s- wide open space. Yeah, it didn't feel it's seedy. Well lit. You know, there was personal. a lot of windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, you guys have a lot of natural plants. I remember seeing that. Like, it's a very, like, it is very inviting, welcoming, a lot of, like, feng shui, I feel like, you know. Hannah, you I'll have to go in there and tell, tell us challenge. the energy of it. I feel like it's, it does. I feel like it has a good feeling to it, or at least the one that I saw. I think that was a Manchester yeah. store. Yeah, that's the one I've been to mm-hmm. as well. Well, um, I wanted to do, like, I think when I started, I wanted to, like, go into warehouses and do Reiki on the plants. And some people were like... <laughs> You want to do what to my plants? They were, they were like, who is this? Like, there's no way you're touching my plants. And I'm like, you don't touch them, though. And they're like, I know a person who did Reiki on their plants. And it was, like, some of the best weed ever. And they, like, it grew so fast. That's all you got to tell them, 10% increase of, of yield. Right. <laughs> no charge, 10%. I just want to Reiki your plants. I'll say, okay. It's very it. much, I don't want to say it's formulatic. Uh, I don't even know if that's a word, but uh, there's a formula to uh, how you want to treat your grow. I think every grower has, every cultivator has a different way or a different approach. Well, it's a nurturing so th- job. Mm, is sure. Like growing, anyone who grows has that nurturing like side of them because you are nurturing a plant mm-hmm. and whatever energy it's There's like, a lot of one-on-one energy- on one contact with every plant. At some point yeah. or another, right. from a grower's point of view. Yeah, and and Jay, how much? I guess that that could be a good question for you. Too, is how much do you still have one-on-one contact? I know now, obviously, you probably are a little bit more removed from cultivation than you were three and a half, four years ago. So, do you still try to? Or is that fair? Is do you still try to get into the grow, or what is your role still in the growing aspect? Yeah, that's uh, it's a it's a great question. Um, it's a uh, it's it's a heck of a lot different now. Um, uh, to be honest, I was I was never a uh, you know, I, I wasn't a great grower. I mean, uh-huh. I wasn't, I, I don't think I was terrible, but it's pretty um, commendable. Not many people say that. So, you know, it, that's what yeah, I mean, I just, you know, just to, just to put it out there. I mean, if, if, uh, you know, when we created this kind of team of sorts with, um, Chaz and Noah and myself, if I was the best grower, uh, I would never have joined. <laughs> like, you know your self-worth. Like would you, not have made yeah. it where it is. Yeah, no, I mean. Because you have to depend on a good cultivation team. Yeah. Uh, and at Who, the t- which one? Is it Chaz? It's Noah. It Noah. So okay. it's Noah. And, and, and uh, you know, I, I knew, I, I had met Noah about six months prior to um, kind of us uh, having our first kind of meeting, um, which is actually an interesting story. Maybe I'll. Yeah, go into it. Yeah, sure. So. Uh, Chaz had put a post on a Facebook uh, main medical marijuana group, and it's got like, I don't know, 3,000 people in the group. And the post was something like, all right, so it's August of 2016. 16, right? Yep. So, you know, we're three, three months before the presidential election mm-hmm. with the ballot question of legalizing. So the, the post went something like this. Um, you know, uh, looking to get together with, uh, you know, a handful of people that are, you know, interested in kind of teaming up and, and, uh, you know, working together. So, uh, you know, basically so we can be relevant still, Mm -hmm. um, you know, did he feel like there was a, going to be a shift, like bigger, bigger parties, bigger groups were going to, yeah, I mean, we all did, you know, we, we, each of us campaigned and you know voted and, and voted no on on legalization um because, yeah i didn't want to see it happen yeah i mean i, I mean i think i i think uh safe to say probably 80 percent of caregivers were against legalization i didn't want I it that. i remember yeah. not wanting it at the time That's yeah funny yeah. it felt very strange it's a too. yeah and it, it just it felt strange to to you know 
all Very my oxymoronish all, all my right. life, you know, all, all my life, I'm, you know, uh, legalization. This is, you know, mm-hmm. I love this plan. Yeah, it's what you want. And and now, you know, because being in the business end of it, you didn't want it. Yeah, you know. So the stall hasn't been that bad. No, in the grander scheme of things, to 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 allow development. To be honest, I think I think the stall um, has made Maine cannabis what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the stall has allowed, you know, I think. People couple, to focus on the craft. Couple hundred stores open up. I oh, mean, sure. You know, in in a way, even more, you know, um, important. You know, just just as important as focusing on the craft. Mm-hmm. Um, without without these stores opening up, um, you know, we it'd be a lot different. Mm-hmm. It'd be you know, it'd be a lot different. The stores opening up, you know, in my opinion, helped move the legislation because they're like, well, we kind of have to change the rules now because all these stores are quasi illegal, legal, and you know. Yeah, such a gray area what stores were operating as yeah. back then, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I credit, uh, you know, I credit Dawson for that. Dawson Julia, um, he had the first caregiver storefront in the state. Um, you know, I've said it before, uh, the only thing uh, bigger than that guy's heart is his- Will to fight. His intestinal fortitude, yeah. or la- you know. Yeah. I hear what you're saying there. Yeah. 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 You uh, earlier wanted to speak on that too, about um, your, your feelings on wellness. Uh, <laughs> I know this might be jumping into it rather quick, but yeah. um, it's right along the lines. We had Julia uh, Dawson in last week or uh, two weeks ago, I'm afraid. Or, yeah, two weeks ago. And uh, we were able to air it. Last week was, it feels like there's this little valve of pressure coming off just from the unity that was showed with the protest and the support for the protest and the ideas and the support of Dawson. Yeah. So wellness is a threat to all much, of us. Do you guys know how many people were at the protest for that? It varied uh, through the course of the day. It was like a 12 to five kind of, I think approach to it. Um, well, I think it was a last minute thing that was thrown together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a couple months. Yeah. Really? 12 to and 5 p.m. Yeah. No, no, 12 to 5 p.m., not 12 to 5 p.m. I would say through oh, the okay. course like, of it. I kinda, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> through the course oh, okay. of the day, I would guess somewhere between 30 to 100 people came in support at okay. each location, uh, okay. from what I was told. Or as our, as our boy likes to say, which is the, good. The biggest protest. It was awesome. It was huge. <laughs> wow. The protest was so big. <laughs> it was good. a beautiful protest. <laughs> But yeah, protest. but yeah, wellness. I mean, go into it a little bit about like what you really think. And there has been a lot of talks of, and it's true. I've seen it myself. I've been at stores before where there has been wellness reps are shopping out their products and they're also shopping out contracts for, and that was something that was, was brought up is that a lot of people just starting to assume that all these big growers were just signing contracts. We wrote an article about it saying that there was a lot of people, you know, reaching for assumptions, but I guess go into it and like what, what made people, or could you understand why some people would think that? And what is the defense to it? Like, why would you never work with them? Or now, why wouldn't you work with them, I guess I should say? Yeah, I would never work with that. I mean, when we, when we first started, uh, when we opened our first store, um, the, uh, the kind of our rallying cry was, you know, and it was David versus Goliath, but we were like, fuck wellness. Mm-hmm. You know, like that our goal every day um, you know, besides providing, you know, clean medicine in a, in a, in a comfortable environment, um, you know, it was, let's fucking take as many patients as we can from these fucking scumbags. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
-hmm. You know, in in the last few months, uh, it's actually been. Um, you have close proximity to uh, a store with them. So we opened Topsum, and they were in Bath. Yeah. yeah. And and that's that's when we really just started, just just stealing every patient. If, if a patient came in uh, to our Topsum location that was previously going to Bath uh, Wellness Connection there was a 95% chance that they would never go back to wellness connection. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we, we've, we've always hated them. We hated them before we opened stores. We hated them. Uh, you before know, it was popular to hate them. We, we, we hated them. <laughs> For what they represented. We, I mean, you know. You know was, why patients weren't upset about them? Because they were the only thing at the time. Yeah. Well, exactly. It was the, yeah, it was the you can't blame yeah. them yeah. For, for that reliance on them and not knowing yeah. that there's an issue going on Well, they on operate here. with mm -hmm. the same chutzpah as like a lot of other big corporations do, you know, like very brash and they move just like a lot of big money moves. It's. And that's why I feel like pisses a lot of main people off. Well, there's yeah. a lot of ignorance, you know, with the general consumer. Um, you know, the general consumer doesn't know that in 2014 that wellness was caught using like, you know, four or five different pesticides. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the general consumer doesn't know, um, you know, that that uh, that wellness, you know, treats their employees like shit. Uh, after we opened up, after about six months, um, their bath store was now their worst, their worst store. I was um, just there the other day. Um, no, not, not, not there, okay. but I was in bath. Okay. Uh, just, I was getting a burrito at the place across some random burrito place. And I was like, Oh, wellness. And I was like, it looks pretty shitty. Yeah. It's, they're not there it's anymore. Down. Yeah. Oh, that's, wow. Yeah. So, great. so what happened was, um, they, I mean, you know, I, there was, a, there's other stores in Brunswick, um, you know, right next to Bath. Mm -hmm. But yep. I, I like to think that, you know, we help kick them the fuck out of there. Push them, you know? push them along. Yeah, so, so it was even before they closed down Bath, we had rented a space, and this is before Bath opted in for adult use. We rented a space um, in Bath, um, and, you know, we just took a shot at it. We're like, eh, we think, you know, it sounds like they're going to opt in wellness is here so they'll probably opt in yeah um well we went to we went to those meetings <laughs> yeah we, we and 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 we wanted to be as close we wanted to be we wanted to open up right next to wellness everywhere we could because we knew that if, if given people, the op opportunity yeah. you saw the business model that it presented there that they obviously draw a crowd but then we'll once the crowd up. realizes that they're not the best option they're going to go to the best option well, in the proximity and when we opened our first store and even our second store in Topsum you know they, their prices were still like 45 55 dollars an eighth, an eighth? yeah wow. remember when we were just talking about when THDA diamonds were like 165 dollars a gram remember that that's yep. friggin wild so so um we rented the they store. They were gouging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they loved it. Yeah. Um, so, so we opened our. We didn't open, but we rented the the spot and bath um, before they before they opted in, and we went to the meetings. And um, wellness had a representative there, and they were uh, the big talk in bath was, are they going to allow it? They're going to opt in. It looked like you know all signs pointed they're going to opt in, but are they going to allow it downtown, which is where wellness was. Mm -hmm. We figured, you know, their wellness, they'll, they'll grease somebody's pocket. And, yeah, the, and there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, yeah. So, we, you know, surprisingly, um, they did not allow it downtown. So wellness said, well, we're out of here. Um, and, <laughs> and so they went to South Portland um, and opened up near the mall. So, right. yeah. So, 
you know, people people drew the conclusion that, oh, well, you know, uh, highbrows opening up in Bath because there's, you know, articles of us trying to go through the planning board and stuff. Um, so, you know, highbrows opening up and, and wellness is leaving. Well, yeah, that's exactly what the fuck's happening, but it's not because we're fucking wellness. <laughs> The marketing end of it, um, we we actually uh, we took off with Facebook. Yeah. Um, Facebook actually took off faster than Instagram for us when we first started, uh, you know, in uh, 2017. Um, and what we found is you get a lot of the more the general consumer, the one that's you know doesn't know all the ins and outs, and yep. you know the, the drama with the cannabis community quote unquote in Maine, you know, uh, doesn't exist there. Yeah. I mean, you've got your, you know, you've got your, uh, you know, your plumber, your roofer, your lobster men. Um, you've got your grandmother, you've got, you know, you've got all these people. The electrician. Yeah. You got the electrician. Yeah. If he's listening. I need him this week. Or next. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people like my mom's on Facebook for a certain reason. It's just to be connected with her friends that have yeah, moved away. Right. And it's a lot, a large amount of older community sure. than I guess older than me, I should say. Oh, what the hell happened? Is uh, that the why? The light switch went down. No, no, it here. just, uh, it went down. That's all. Um, it's party time. I was like debating on opening but the that's window that bridge, for it. But Facebook that. is that bridge to the general public, I think. It's everybody who's outside yeah. of the community as well. So if you can amass something there, I think you're influencing a greater good, a greater not. Who would ever it's think that you'd say, I'm turning me. to I Facebook to get away from drama? Because like, oh my, that's yeah. the last place people say. Uh, I've, got, it, I've got to, I've got to jump. I, if it's okay with you guys, I want to jump back into. Uh, uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want to yeah. get back into wellness. So I was going to ask why the hate. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, they're they're scumbags. Rightfully so. Yeah, they're scum they're, they're scumbags. Dirty That's, products. Yeah. Well known, well documented on that end. Yeah, greedy. And nothing um, being done about it. Yeah. No. Where yeah. it would shut you down, and or 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 you'd get a pretty badass fine, I'm assuming, and that it would threaten to shut you down or or change how you're operating your your grow or facility, yeah. whatever. But if it I might guess be. if you had to list it, just so like for. For people listening, if you had to list like point one, point one a of, of reasons, like what is like some real like principal differences between you guys? Obviously, other than the obvious, like what really makes you? So you know, yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's the it's the it's the lobbying against caregivers. Um, you know, they 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 want it all. They had it. They you know, in a way, they kind of had it all. Yeah, they um, did. You know, before caregiver storefronts, they had. Uh, you know, they essentially it had was a monopoly their market. Yeah. yeah. And wellness connection, um, you know, a lot of people know, but some people don't, they, they have, uh, they have four stores out of the eight dispensaries. So they have four out of the eight dispensaries. And I believe they also have a controlling interest in either one or two more, um, under like a management yeah. contract. Agreement. Yeah. I believe I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and just to kind of go and, and tie it into, you know, what, what, what we experienced, um, uh, a handful of months ago, um, you know, and, and we actually, we heard whispers of, of this, uh, about a year ago that, that, um, you know, there, uh, people, and it was just whispers, um, of dropping the out of state. Yeah, no, like we were, oh, we, we, we were, we were wellness connection. Wellness connection was, you know, was funding us. Oh, oh. Yeah. And you know, uh, it, it, we, in a way, you know, in, in a, in a way, um, we were flattered, but mostly we were like, what the fuck? 
Mm-hmm. You know, this was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because, you know, we're like, well, I mean. And I can get the, the, the reason for being flat. You're like, well, I'm glad you think that we had, yeah. that we made this with this much capital, yeah, but I mean, it was I, really just a lot of work. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the reason. That's, that's the flatter, that's the flattering, flattering part. Um, but, uh, you know, it's the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, there's, there is zero, zero uh, truth to that. Um, and it's quite the opposite. So when we first started, um, you know, as I mentioned, uh, we were all growing out of our basements. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we actually rented the Waldeboro store um, and we had no money to build it out. We could barely pay the rent. Uh, we rented it out in January of 2017. And um, we're like, I mean, looking back, we were like, fucking nutcases like <laughs> what are you doing like um so you can't go that far in with uh you had three grows so we had three grows three but, three uh, meager, at that time you're building grows. right right yeah yeah you're not it's not like you're pulling down pulling down like larger like yeah. you are now saying, and yeah. then the, the growth in comparison of from no store to stores is probably the same in the grow i assume <laughs> the grows expanded also at the same time yeah so so the grow um yeah, so, so the grow, uh, that was an interesting story how that happened. Basically, um, you know, we, uh, the first meeting, um, let me back up, and I, I'm not sure if I told this whole story, but maybe I did, and, and you'll hear it twice, or you can edit it. Sure. Um, so the first meeting, that Facebook post that Chaz made, um, he got like 12 responses, and yep, we'll meet at, you know, uh, this coffee shop at this time, um, and the only people that showed up were the three of us. And so we were like, you know, we had a conversation and we're like, you know, fuck it, let's do it. You know, let's, you know, we, we laid out, we laid out everything, that first conversation, we laid out everything that we were, that we wanted to do. And then we did it. Um, so, you know, it's, it, uh, the grow, let me get back to the grow. How lucky, how lucky that you did. The three guys who show up are actually still instrumental. There's, there, there's, a, there's a lot of like serendipitous moments kind of uh, throughout, uh, you know, when we first met all the way up until, you know, really now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of it's wild to, to look back at and be like, you know, butterfly effect type stuff. Like if this didn't happen, this wouldn't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so we got together, um, you know, a couple months before the, the election and, uh, you know, we... We had a good, we had a good idea that, you know, this is probably going to pass, you know, we didn't want it to pass, but it's probably going to pass. So let's, let's figure out what we're going to do. So we, we started looking for warehouse space. Um, and in, uh, about a month, we, um, in about a month, we looked at probably 40 to 50 different warehouses, um, up, up all in the same area. Everywhere, wherever you could. Everywhere. We were willing to drive two and a half hours. I mean, you know, looking back at it, it's probably, you know, not the brightest. We still, where the grow is now, um, the closest person to it is is probably me, and I'm an hour and a half away, Mm -hmm. you know, between between, uh, myself, Chaz, and Noah, and they're, they're two hours away. Um, so, wow. damn, yeah, that's like, that's like to Bangor. Yeah. Sure. Those kind of grows don't normally succeed. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. Mine was 45 minutes away and it was pushing it the whole time. So, <laughs> and, and, you know, this is a time when, this is a time when we were only allowed one employee each, you know, oh, yeah. and, 
Um, and you don't know at that time if they're really going to come looking for you too. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that would happen in some circles that I noticed people were getting it, uh, getting looked at and, uh, others never from, from the moment they started growing till even today, probably yeah, yeah. in some cases have never been looked at. Yeah. Not, not to, not to sound like, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, uh, you know, goody two shoes. Like we didn't, you know, we didn't break any rules, but we did not break any of the rules saying that you could, we're only allowed one employee that could close you down. Yeah. Those kind of things. So, right. gotcha. so, uh, <laughs> you know, for, it was like a year and a half, I think before the, the law changed. And I mean, we were working every single day, like each of us were working every single day. Uh, you know, I mean, which isn't, which isn't that, which isn't that different from prior. Um, you know, as a caregiver where you're growing it and selling it. Yeah. Um, but you know, the stakes were higher and, um, you know, the distance of driving was longer. Um, so backing back up, we found, we found a location after looking at about 40 or 50. Um, and, uh, we found a location where the landlord was willing to, uh, do the build out and roll it into the rent which was like a unicorn at the time. I mean, <laughs> you're going to put in, you know, six figures, good six figures, yeah. mid six figures. And, and then you're just going to roll it into the rent over the course of three years. Like, all right, let's do it. This is, you know, that was one of the serendipitous moments. Without, oh yeah, that is, you know, without finding that, uh, you know, it, it, it never happens. It, yeah. Um, so we needed to find somebody that was well off enough, but just the right amount of fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. To like, yeah, let's do it. Pull it it off. Yeah, let's, you know. um, And, uh, you know, this... uh, It's not glamorous, especially at that point. Yeah. It's not glamorous at all. So, we, I mean, there's a lot of people we we have to give credit to along the way. And, and, um, you know, that particular landlord... uh, um, which we're still with now, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a great friend. I mean, he's invited to my wedding, you know, he's, he's, uh, without him, you know, uh, but there's a number of those, number of those people. Those friendships. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's, it's almost even more than a friendship. It's like, uh, you know, I'm in debt to them kind of for like ever is how I look at it. You know, like they're happy you look at it that way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, not monetarily. <laughs> no, no, right. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So we found the grow. You know, we we uh, we 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 actually. How long had Noah been growing before? Uh, Noah's Noah's an awesome. He's story. one who put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I wish Noah. Uh, you know, he doesn't like to do sure. You know these types of sure. things, but um, Noah's got a great story, and I'm not sure he'll mind me telling it. Um, so Noah started growing. Um, for essentially like his boss at the time, he was living out of a bus in a field, um, growing outdoors, learning how to grow. And this is, and I, you know, I I don't want to get, do you know why he wanted to do that? Because he, (laughs) he wanted to do whatever it took to learn how to grow great cannabis. Noah's, Noah's a bit of like a perfectionist. Um, and um, he just learned quick, fast, and, you know, in my opinion, uh, he is a better grower than the person who taught him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, the... Uh, that, that can happen. Yeah. It depends on how much the student really wants to get involved or yeah. go further on their own. Yeah. Right. We've spoken to a lot of growers who uh, had been using different forums. That's what they were learning, how the mm-hmm. questions that they were needing answered. They'd right. go on forums and find that out. Yeah. With him, it sounded being outdoors, having that uh, exposure. You can grow easy enough yep. outdoors, 
but to grow and maintain and have something beautiful exist and, and fully, you know, develop the way you want that that's more artful. Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, uh, one of the other things that gets said about us is, um, you know, like, Oh, look at this big company. And you know, these, these guys, they got all, all the, all this money and they'll just throw money at it. We all came from like literally fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when, like I said, when we, when we rented out the store in Waldeboro, we, barely could pay the rent and we had no at the time we had no means of you know building out the store the store was I think the store ended up costing like 35,000 to do the build out and I mean between us you know we might have been able to scrounge together like three or four grand we were all living harvest to harvest and and week to week and um, you know there was many times where each of us in uh, 2016 winter of 2016 um, where we were putting five gallons of diesel in our, you know, in, in our uh, oil. In tank. the ground, keep it, keep not it going. Even, not even in the no, house. The, the oil oh, in the house. Gas. In the uh, house. So I knew for heat, like the emergency fund heat. Yeah, yeah. This is like you know, like <laughs> wow. day by day so by keeping day. Keeping things from freezing up is yeah, basically you know, what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I keep <laughs> keeping my family from freezing up. Yeah. And do you have like different goals than you did when you started? Getting into the cannabis industry. So clearly, you now you guys are very. Um, I guess pinpointed on cannabis drinks. Yeah, so that's a it's a great question. Um, we're not a one trick pony though. We don't yeah. the, the drinks blew up, um, mm-hmm. yeah. but but uh, we're not. It's the most marketable, but it's not your only. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so, but that's a great question. And um, so when when I got into it, it was uh, for uh, basically two reasons. One, I hated my fucking job. Mm-hmm. Like most people. <laughs> and two, I wanted to do something that I had a passion for and that made a difference in the world. If you're in a situation like, you know, especially like you have cancer and you need medicine, um, and we're, right now we do 50% off of um, RSO, um, and if you can't afford that, it's it's free. You know, mm-hmm. it's like so anybody listening to this that uh, you know is 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 kind of having a hard time financially, and you know if, if you're sick and you need RSO, uh, you can come by and just let us know and. And uh, our RSO is so effective. Yeah, you um, must get a lot of good it's, feedback. It's wild. So my cousin, um, <clears throat> my cousin uh, was diagnosed with uh, cancer uh, two years ago now, and she was diagnosed. Um, she found out when she gave birth uh, to her second child. Oh wow! And oh wow! Yeah the the prognosis was actually like fucking terrible uh uh-huh. she went to dana farber in boston and um the doc you know they essentially you know they were like well a couple years yeah um and she, you know she was young she you know she she is young she she's uh so i guess the moral of that story is uh i reached out you know when i found out and i was like listen you know i'm doing this and I've seen it do great things. You know, obviously I don't, I'm not, you know, I can't promise that it's going to, you know, just Cure. fix it. Yeah. But, but if, it can help. 
If it gives you a chance. It gives you an alternative. The crazy thing is, though. Was she slow to get to it? No. No. Um, she got right on it. And, um, you know, she asked her doctor about it and, and at Dana-Farber. And, you know, they're, you know, you know, doctors, and especially at big hospitals. They, can't officially recommend yeah, it. Yeah, you can't, but... can't officially recommend it. And even, you know, it, every, every day, every month, every year, um, it proves it, otherwise. It, yeah, and it and it gets better, and mm-hmm. you know you you get more doctors on board. Yeah. Well, at the time, the doctor was like, "Listen, you know, it it probably can't hurt. You know, I you know I'm not telling you this. It's off the record, but yeah, you know, at, at the very least, you know, mm-hmm. it'll it'll help with the chemo or whatever. So she used it for um, like I think eight months, um, and. Yeah, I think it was eight months. Was it in combination with chemo? Um, Yes, it was. Um, And she doesn't have fucking cancer right now. And after eight months, um, she, you know, she went back, she got her scan, and the doctor um, was absolutely flabbergasted. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, essentially he said, "I I don't think it was the chemo. Yeah, I, I think the other thing that's just just really important is just building, um, you know, not even not even just with, um, you know, other brands, but just like building a good team, like employees, and you know, having that buy-in mm-hmm. um, from the employees, and you know, having them treat it like you know it was their business, which you know, in a way, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, success depends on everybody. Yeah, yeah, it does. And you know, we we. You know, we'll shout it from the rooftops. Um, I'm sure there's, you know, a lot of, lot of, lot of people that have great teams out there. But, um, you know, I, I think we have the best. Uh, obviously, maybe I'm biased, but um, from top to bottom, I mean, you should these, be these. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, these. But like, you want to believe in what you're doing, and, yeah. and those around you following, following in your steps. Yeah, one of our goals too. Kind <laughs> that of our, does lead to success. Yeah, one of our main, one of our, uh, one of our main goals is to. Uh, be the highest paying cannabis company in New England. Um, so really? yeah, that's, that's actually, I, I would put it as, um, you know, essentially our top goal, because if, if we're able to do that, then everything else kind of falls in line mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and, you know, just kind of hearing and, uh, you know, I'll, ch- I'll chime in on wellness again, but just kind of hearing, you know, uh, wellness employee that's been there three years getting paid 18 bucks an hour, um, you know, their top bud tender or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not but, much respect. For yeah, it's not. What they can, what I mean, they can do. by the way, we're hiring. So when, when I, uh, when I say this, you know, feel free to send an email to contact at highbrowmain.com. Um, we start them at 15, um, maximum of six months. We get you to 18 to 20. Um, and then, uh, every six months, you know, we don't do, we don't, you know, fuck around with like quarter or 50 cent raises. Mm-hmm. Um, we're two, three, four, five dollar raises at a time. Um, so when your employees can live off what you're giving them and they can live good. Yeah. Um, we and all that's know part that of the, because we've all lived uh, really close to having jack shit. Well, it's hard. Hand, it, so they, we it's, know what it's, it's like. hard when you see people making a, a, an astronomical amount of money in the business growing. And if your employees have helped you grow that business and yeah. then they don't receive the rewards from it. So I think that's, it's big on to probably why you do have such a good team. The, you have buy-in because these people have helped you build it. And as they've been building it, they're reaping the rewards also, yeah. which is big, you know, 
It's, and I can see how that helps with the culture. Yeah, it's awesome to see. You know, it's just really awesome to see. Um, I think basically everybody in the company, uh, I've, almost every employee has bought a new car in the last year. That's uh, great. And uh, They can all share in the success. In the success of what you're doing. Yeah, no, it's, and they can believe it. It's mm, it's yeah. awesome. It's it's you know, like I said, it's one of our <clears throat> it's one it's one of our main goals is uh, you know we, we just want to make sure that you know the people that helped get us to where we're at um, understand how important they are um, and what better way to do that than um, you know provide a a f- uh, you know fair if if not better than fair wage. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do provide. We have. Uh, we have 401k now, which is kind of fucking wild. That's awesome. That's really cool. That yeah. is a step up. Um, That's we have yeah. health insurance, of course, but um, oh, of course. That's really that. No, that's a lot, though. I mean, with the it, it shows too. I think you probably. I don't know how many people Staying listen power. to it. I don't know where the where it would go, but I think a lot of people would be applying for that position right now. That are, and I hope a lot of people that are going from wellness and they're looking like, wow, you know. And we have people that have a 500 million market cap filed with the SEC. You know, and how much are they getting paid? You know, and so that, that, that's what I feel like that's what Maine's really about is, you know, locals, locals taking care of locals. Yeah. I'm glad to hear you say the things that you're saying I to follow suit. And hopefully that there are others who are doing similar to you. Well, you don't want it to be a, a, a tradeless um, entity. Uh, you don't want it to be that kind of market where yeah. we're just buying people yeah. you know, for labor purposes. Yeah, and just turn over and yeah. just like send them out the door. Yeah, like, they're burn not going to build anything get rid like of that. Them. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, so yeah, it's we like I said, I, I You're I, heading I towards wreck as well. We are. So we've got um, And I'm calling it wreck cuz that's what it is. Yeah, right. adult use. Okay. Or sure. <laughs> uh, so uh, so yeah, we've got four Congratulations on that by the way. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's uh, we've got four um, conditional licenses. Um, who knows when final licensing is going to go out, you know, uh, COVID through a, a big snag and everything. Yeah. Um, and, uh, how's the state at communicating? I okay. Mean. That's fine. <laughs> COVID and everything we were I, saying. COVID I, and yeah. Everything. I mean, you know, I, it's I, government too. And, and, and government's naturally pretty slow. I had a lot of processes. Well, <laughs> it's, it's hard to, it's hard to complain, you know, because I think with the delay, as I mentioned before, I mm-hmm. think the delay has, has really helped the small business, mm-hmm. you know, the, the main caregiver, I think the delay has given them the ability to kind of put their roots in the ground and, um, you know, just, just, kind of plant their flag and say, you know, hey, I'm here and uh, build up capital, you know, to be put blatantly um, and prepare for this. So, oh, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, had it gone through two years ago, yeah. how many stores would we have right now? I Probably yeah. not enough. I would or, or the thought of having that well, much I think representation. It, it, like everyone right now is really talking about Maine's quality, Maine's quality, Maine's quality. I don't think that would have happened had we opened the floodgates and we went from 65,000 patients or whatever there is now to, I, and the number could be completely off. That no, just came to my head. Uh, all of a Dawson randomly. had said there's 65,000. Yeah, but can you insane. imagine if we went from 65,000 then like boom, to like a quarter mil yeah, out of nowhere? Like how were we, and all of a sudden the shift would have went from branding to thinking about a brand to thinking of the quality to just pumping out as much as you can to keep up with the market. Right. You yeah, know? no, I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, I you know the delay. At, at, although you know sometimes it's infuriating. Um, you look back at it, and I think you know for the most part, it's 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 really been you know a good thing for for uh, small business. I mean, if it, like you said, if it opened up two years ago, 
How many stores were there two years ago? I mean, maybe 40, 35? Hopes, hopes for rec? Yeah, I mean, hopes for rec is it opens up eventually. Um, you know, I, I, I... What are you hoping Highbrow can... Uh, what kind of presence can Highbrow... You're coming in potentially with four stores? Yeah, so we have four. We have the four um, conditional licenses. Um, we have three locations for them. So uh, we're opening up in Rockland. Um, nice. On Main Street, 696 Main Street in Rockland. Um, we're opening up in Bath on Lehman Highway. Uh, we're going to be converting. Actually, here, I'll give you a little bit of an exclusive. Um, uh, we haven't announced this. I'll actually maybe give you two exclusives. Oh, wow. Right here. So, so we're opening. Um, we're, Manchester opted in um, right next to Augusta. So we're opening up. Um, we're going to be converting Manchester uh, to adult use or recreational uh, whenever that happens. And... Basically, at the same time, uh, we are, you know, because you can't co-locate, you can't mm -hmm. have medical and rec in the same store, yep. um, you know, it was really important for us to, you know, not give the middle finger in a way to, to all the patients that, you yep. know, helped us get to where we're at and the people that actually like really need this product. Yeah. Um, so, so we are converting Manchester to adult use, but we are going to be opening uh, a medical storefront in Augusta. Oh, great. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, oh, yeah. great. So I, uh, it's actually, uh, I don't know if I can give the exact location. No, that's fine. That's but, fine. Uh, so, so there's one thing. And then Topsum, um, Topsum staying medical because they opted in for everything except for, um, except for, uh, adult use. One of the other things we were accused of was like somehow like stacking the deck and top some or something I heard. Um, what which does that doesn't, even mean? Like, like, you know, like try, like, uh, I don't know. Force. Try to be the only, only entity there. Yeah. Somehow so, manipulating the politics yeah, of it. Yeah. At the same, okay. at the same time. It happens, right. but. Yeah. At the same time. I once manipulated the Bates newspaper apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, so, so at the same time, you know, Topsum went adult use for everything except for retail. So it's just an absolute absurd thing to say yeah. that, you know, we're like tinkering with the town and Topsum or whatever, um, because if the, you know, I mean, if that were the case, we would be adult use. Uh -huh. um, but it would have worked. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, so yeah, so we're going to be um, in, in Topsum. Um, we've kind of outgrown the space in Topsum. I mean, although right now we're doing curbside only mm -hmm. in all of our stores mm -hmm. um, for kind of this, the health and how safety long, of- How much longer, or what are you looking for from the- I, I think, Are you looking at a state level or more of city level? Yeah, I think we're looking for the all the restrictions to kind of be uh, removed. Yeah. Um, you know, we've- Curbside been good though? Yeah, curbside's been great. I mean, in Topsum before COVID, uh, it was not uncommon. It was actually basically an everyday occurrence where there could be up to a 40 minute wait um, to come in and get your cannabis. Oh, wow. And, you know, we, some people waited to, and some people didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we had to solve that. Yeah. yeah. So curbside uh, actually, in a way, solved it for, for us. Um, once, once things kind of go back to normal and we open up the stores, uh, we'll definitely be sticking with curbside as, as mm -hmm. a, as a Option. part of it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so we outgrew the space in Topsum. We are, we have a lease signed for Ruby Tuesdays in Topsum. Um, so Ruby Tuesdays because oh, of COVID. Be a cool building to go into. Yeah, it's, it's 
pretty sweet, actually. It's uh, it's like a castle. Um, <laughs> it's got like a, a stone tower. Um, we did some mock-ups, like removing the Ruby Tuesdays kind of digitally with Photoshop and, mm-hmm. and putting highbrow there. And um, you know, so it's gonna look like a castle. It. it I mean, it's. I, I. You know, it just doesn't help the viewer at home. But you know, Close I can. I, I can show you. Oh uh, no, we'll get that image up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, you got to send Maybe. that. <laughs> send that Hannah, to us. You're playing a lot in video. What? I said you're playing a lot in video. Yeah. Um, the Hannah Grace channel. Yeah, I will have to say this um, flower is delicious. Oh, thanks. What was that? What, am, was that the mimosa? I am very lit. That's yeah. I've got I've got goodies for all you guys. We so. took a break. You, you, so. you can take it home. Yeah. But wait, uh, one thing that I'm I a want. Slow. One thing I want to talk. I love the mimosa. It was great. We were talking about it. Nice pungent orange. Tastes Go ahead, great. Evan. Yeah. No, ahead. one thing I just wanted to talk to Jay about is he mentioned, and a lot of people mentioned the difference between medical and rec stores. What is the difference going to be? Like, is there a price difference? What, yeah, are, what is the consumers going to see in the difference between the stores? And why would they continue to get a med card? You know? uh, so, yeah, I think medical is going to still be pretty, pretty strong. Um, yeah, the, I do too. The regulations around REC, uh, every pound you grow, whether you, you're buying it from somebody else or you're growing it yourself, there's an excise tax. I think it's 336 So $336 a pound is the excise tax. And then the sales tax is going to be 10%. Um, so versus... Excise go on the cultivator? It goes on. It does go or on the cultivator. Or is it going to be a shared going to be on the cultivator well it's on the cultivator but i mean it's going to be reflective it's going to be yeah I mean, reflective yeah, in the cost yeah no way they're just going to eat 10 yeah. percent. yeah yeah uh, i don't mean to laugh because it does inflate the cost and they're going to be stacking yeah. on 330 so, so that goes that be able to play with volume so yeah i mean if you're if you are a if you are a main resident and um you have any ailment that you can get a medical card for, which uh, right now it's anything that a doctor thinks, you know, would uh, benefit from the medical use of cannabis. So, um, Edibles and beverages are going to be max 10 milligram in adult use. Is that true? Or is that being uh, repealed or or 10 milligrams per dose. So for, for um, a drink uh, or actually any edible, um, if it's going to be, so it has to be 10 milligrams per dose and it has to be in a resealable, uh, childproof package. Mm-hmm. So if it's over the 10 milligrams, you have to have it in, in that um, in that childproof resealable package. And for drinks, you need a uh, like a meter, be able to meter the dose with mm-hmm. like uh, like a Nyquil cap type of thing, you know, yeah. like with the lines on it. Um, we've got a, that <laughs> takes away the point that it's a drink. Yeah, we've got. A, I mean, that every, makes it seem like you're oh, sipping no, this coffee. Seems like right? a great time. That, <laughs> I, I don't want to be reminded of being like sick robo as a kid. Yeah, now. Like, yeah, I can handle this. Yeah, drink. you're gonna. I mean, what 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 other states? What what they're seeing in other states? But it's gonna hurt, isn't it? It's. It, I mean, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a waste of plastic. Yeah. People just take off that top and throw it away. They're not gonna sit there and meter out a dose. You know, I mean, maybe like maybe like. Five percent of the people will, but ninety-five mm-hmm. percent of the people are just going to take that cap, throw it in the garbage, and drink <laughs> the drink. Um, you know, and eyeball it and yeah. say, "This always is always eyeball." Yeah, it. this is this is that's all, all you can trust at that point. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, are you it's really been gonna, my guiding light? Yeah, so yeah, so the uh, the edibles and uh, and and the flower, you know, everything's going to be. I mean, I can't see it being less expensive than medical. So if you're if you're main resident and you can get a medical card, I would recommend it regardless of if you're waiting for rec or, you know, whatever it is. 
uh, unless you, you know, unless you're like spending more money, mm. um, then I would get a medical card. What do you like smoking on these days? I think generally, so. what do you like for strains? Uh, <clears throat> I got, I mean, I like to bounce around. So we grow right now, we grow about 50 different strains, which is, um, a little bit ridiculous. Um, but, uh, you wouldn't say yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, it's, it is a lot. And we, we, we took everything from seed. Um, is it know, a here and now kind of moment? Is it going to be like that for a little bit or is it with the intention of going lower? You want to see if you can maintain that much? Yeah. So I, I think, I think we're going to either maintain or add like another 20 or so. Damn. Um, you know, the bottom 20, maybe the bottom 20 will get knocked out when the next, you know, when the next 20 better that come out, yep. you know, something like that. But there's a lot of strains that um, our patients, you know, everyone has a different favorite strain. Yeah. You know, there's, for example, say there's a strain that, um, you know, most of the people just kind of could take it or leave it. But there's, say, 10 people that absolutely love it. Yep. Now, what am I going to do? Am I just going to kill this strain because most people don't like it? I've got these 10 people that that's all they want to buy. You know, so even and, like one plant's justifiable at that point. Yeah, else. I mean, yeah, it, it, you'd have to, you kind of have to do the math and you have to look at, you know, we've, we've had situations where it's like, I don't like this, you don't like this, most people don't like this, but Mr. and Mrs. Jones, it's the only thing that's working for them. So what are we going to do? We're going to kill it? No, you're going to keep it around and it grows like shit, it looks like shit. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, but, but it's working and they love it. Yeah. And what, what, you know, sorry, you know, this is controlling your pain and anxiety and helping you sleep really well. Uh, we don't grow it anymore because, uh, it doesn't yield enough. That's not something that's, you know, that's, that's, you don't want to have to say that. You don't no, want to be I'm at not, that I'm point not, where you're not, saying that. I'm not going to, Yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to. That's a hard reality too, though. Yeah. I mean, in some ways. Well, sure. I mean, you know, um, it is, there's a, it's for the patient. Yeah. In that sense, it has to be. I remember seeing headband and train wreck a lot more often. I remember from a cultivator's point of view, they didn't want to get rid of it, but at some point you had to work away from it. Or if you've never experienced it before in a cultivation, you have to go through it because patients love it. Yeah. I know they're old schoolers, but they just love what it's been giving them all right. of that time. So you can let that dictate your garden too. And I mean, you're still jazzing up. You never know if you're going to find something that's going to work for them on a different, like you're starting to look into lineages and what it can give back. Right. Um, yeah. We were always searching for that for certain people when, um, when it felt more medical pre, yep. you know, because it did feel more medical. We were, we would have well, conversations in our when, office or, or not in the office, but uh, more confidential. Medical when there was less, when there was, uh, <clears throat> less customers too, because there was at some point there is the sense that it is a business and you do have to, you have to give, you have to have this, the, the skills have to be balanced with customer service and the your turnaround. Mm -hmm. You can't just be spending thirty minutes every single time with every customer. It doesn't make sense, and that's what we did sometimes. Well, there was it, a time, yeah, and there was you and it was great. And your, once in a while, it's awesome. But less, when you less have, often now, though. So you know, I personally, I, I I understand what you're saying, but I personally would disagree. Okay. Um, you still have that. So no, I understand the thirty minutes situation. Oh, oh, sure, and sometimes. Sometimes we, you know, in first time in, you just came in, you just got diagnosed with cancer, you're crying. Yeah. We're you're we're gonna spend as much time as we need to. Oh you. sure. And that very well could make, you know, the the last three people in line walk out the door after waiting 15 minutes and getting nowhere. Mm -hmm. And if that's, you know, to be honest, like, uh, 
so what? Like, you know, I'm sorry, you know, and, and you're not, not saying that they're, those three people aren't important, right? you know, but, you know, the chances that they were, uh, you know, had a condition as serious as, you know, the person dialogue that just got diagnosed, somebody, yeah. you know, I'm not going to, so, so with that being said, um, yeah, there are a lot more patients, um, but who am, you know, I take it like, who am I to judge that their ailment isn't legitimate mm -hmm. like you know what i mean mm -hmm. to, because to me and you know i and, and you you hear it often as well um from other people too like all cannabis use is medicinal like that's i mean it is what i believe like yeah. you know so oh yeah it will be on both levels yeah i mean so, we're, so like yeah w with that being said a first time say a first time smoker tries tries recreational and they they have 600 milligrams of candy bar they're not going to that, ever that, have an edible they, again. They're never gonna. They're never gonna do it. So maybe that's not medicinal. That's the, maybe that's too medicinal. But uh, you know, in, in that situation, uh, you know, Wait, that would have never I happened could, in rec. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to spend like they uh, overdosed on ten milligrams. Is yeah. that what we're now competing so, with? So you can go up to hundred milligrams per package. Ten milligrams okay. per yep. dose. So yeah, they'd be buying like six twenty dollar candy bars to get there. You know so. what I want made? Is it cost effective? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, a cookie, like a, a decent sized cookie that's 20 milligrams. Can people do that? Yeah, Is, so it's hello, like a, companies out there, can you please provide Like this? it's also I want a dessert. A yeah. Yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like you're, I, love I, you're, I hate breaking it apart too and like having to look at it and then you're like, damn it, yeah. I want to yeah. finish the friggin' thing. It's a rookie yeah, cookie. I can't function over <laughs> a rookie cookie. Rookie cookie. Wow, Brandon right there. Tell there us more. So, <laughs> so it's just a, it's a low milligram cookie. And so the the issue with it is under medical when you have these um you know there's not going to be that many buyers for a rookie cookie because it's you know you're getting so yeah hannah's like you have no idea more. how many bulk cookies i so, would buy I was gonna i'm say, not, I'm I not buy saying you of that okay. well, well, stuff. we're gonna get rookie cookies in but under rec <laughs> but under rec like you know when you have uh you know 60 year old 65 70 year old woman trying cannabis for the first time that's the go-to the rookie cookies actually you know, at, at that point, it's like five milligrams, maybe even three milligrams, yeah. because then, We're you know, you're, you're giving her an experience that she's not going to be miserable with. Because the recommendation, that's what I remember when we used to give a recommendation to first time users that were older and we really wanted to be careful. It was half of a, uh, of a gummy and the gummy was 10 milligrams. Yeah. So the, mm -hmm. the ideal dose was trying to shoot for five. Yeah. Because you know, you don't want to have someone they'll never, that they'll, age they'll to never have cannabis again. If, mm -hmm. you give, if they eat 100 milligrams, like even if I eat 100 milligrams, it's not good. But uh, but someone that you know doesn't Way to uh, sell it. yeah so uh, come try my six hundred milligram chocolate bar they they suck they, no people like them I, I can't I can't do it I can't do it I mean to be honest like my edible tolerance is uh, embarrassingly low um, the way it affects me what and is I, it? And, you Don't know, worry. It's, it's like safe space. It's here. like t it's like ten milligrams, and I'm oh, like, oh, that's okay. I have I'm a like friend feeling who can barely it. take anything. Like, I'm she... I'm feeling it at ten milligrams. At I have some weird days where I'm feeling at ten milligrams. Trying to but at lie. twenty milligrams, like I'm uncomfortable and having a really bad time. That's that's see that's the me on part. that's me that used to be me on full spectrum hash edibles until I built up a tolerance with it. That yep. it was me for a long time. I used to be able to take two or 
one or two of Randy's gummies, I forget that, but it was roughly about 20 to 30 milligrams. If I took anything over 30, I would feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? And that was like it for a couple of weeks and I was loving it because I was like, I'm saving so much money. I'm like, here we go. I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, it was like, nope, you need to take 100 again. And I was like, what? Damn it. <laughs> so, guys, shout out Randy. It worked for a little bit. Guys, Hannah and Jay, thank you very much for coming in today. Oh, yeah. We appreciate you. it. Awesome Thanks meeting you guys. Nice to meet awesome you as well. We love what you're doing and we're looking forward to helping you, uh, supporting you. Yeah.